Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20Cortimus. That's right. Redcon1.com. All right, guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q. That's right. How's everybody doing today? It is May 4th, 2022, coming to you from the DTOM Studios in the free state of Florida. Today is May 4th. That's right. May the 4th be with you. (laughs) We've got to be cheesy. In the world that we live in, is. Freaked up as everything is. Got to have little jokes, right? Got to have some jokes. And uh, we're going to bring you a quick little show. I say quick. When I say quick, I'd like, like for it to be 30, 45 minutes, and then I ramble and it's an hour. But, you know. Anyway, <clears throat> got a couple things. Mainly what we're going to talk about today is the insurrection at the Supreme Court. That's what I'm calling it. Because um, that's what it was. I mean... It wasn't in the sense of what the uh, libtards say about January 6th, where the, uh, the tour of the Capitol got a little bit out of, out of hand and, and um, you know, they felt like they were going to take over the government. But um, what I want to do is I'm going to read you a brief uh, the uh, definition of, uh, of what an insurrection is. An insurrection is an act or instance of revolting against civil authority or an established government. So it doesn't say anything about violence, doesn't say anything about rioting or anything like that. It's an act or an instance of revolting against civil authority. Okay, so how does that equate to what happened the other day with the Supreme Court leak of the Roe versus Wade um decision, which really it's not necessarily about that. It's about the Mississippi abortion ban, which will in turn very well could lead to a flipping of the Road versus Wade um, decision back in the 70s. So um, I'm going to read, this is off of Fox News. Now, this is from my beautiful governor, Ronnie Double D DeSantis right here out of the great state of Florida. And uh, he described the Supreme Court leak of the draft opinion overturning Roe versus Wade as a judicial insurrection. He says, uh, to have that leak out the way it did was really unprecedented. Um, And I think it was an attack on a lot of justices. I think it was intentional to try to whip up a lot of the public and try to make very political and potentially try to bully them out of changing their positions and that is not something that is appropriate for the judicial branch. Chief Justice John Roberts announced Tuesday that he, was, he has called upon the Supreme Court marshals, and I believe also the FBI there, to investigate the leak of the U.S. Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito's major opinion to revoke the landmark 1973 case and its rulings on Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization. That's the case out of uh, Mississippi. So, now, how does that, what does that mean? Okay, so, in doing some digging, 
Chris sent me something while I was preparing today's show. Um, this person, I have a name. Now, <clears throat> this person isn't been arrested or anything like that. So I'm going to get to his name in just a minute. Now, you can say what you want about this. And I'll have to say this about that. The person or persons who leaked this preemptive, preemptive decision should, if nothing else, be arrested and prosecuted. And furthermore, Politico, who posted this, um, why, why aren't they being investigated also? They should also be in the mix. I mean, if you recall, James O'Keefe was arrested. His apartment was uh, ransacked by the FBI over the Ashley Biden diary. And he never even um, published it. He never, you know, he read it and saw it and whatever. And, and all that happened because, you know, it was gotten supposedly illegally. So if they drug James O'Keefe through the mud for something that he didn't actually do, this, whoever the person was that put out the story on political Politico, they should be equally... I mean, I get it. You want to be a reporter, you want to report. But something like this, obviously, however this person came about Alito's uh, decision, did they hack their computer? Did he steal it off his desk? I, I don't know the, the ins and outs yet. But nonetheless, you as a reporter have to know it was gotten illegally. Um. So, what's the alter ulterior motive here? Well, coincidentally, on Monday, there was a Pfizer document leaked. And, of course, with the help of my co-host, the infamous Christopher J. McGillicuddy, we came across this gem. Now, what I have here, and I'm not going to read it all because it's a lot, <laughs> but it's um, from the Public Health and Medical Professional professional of uh, Transparency, the Pfizer documents. Now, I scrolled through them, and uh, I, have, I have the documents. So what I'm going to do, so you guys can, can read them yourselves if you so choose, I'll put them in the show notes, okay? But I'll give you a brief overview of the couple of pages that I've read. And basically what it is, they didn't give people's name. They didn't say John Smith got the Pfizer and this is what happened to him. And Susie Johnson got the Pfizer and this is what happened. Or it doesn't say that. But it does say subject, date, you know, Pfizer, double dose, whatever, um, side effect. And it's different side effects. Um, <clears throat> that came out Monday. And then this Supreme Court thing happens. Now... Um, before I get into the Pfizer thing, you go back to the Supreme Court thing. So like um, DeSantis says there, okay, so this is something that could possibly sway the, the justices' opinions. Okay, so from what I read, uh, you had Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, I'm probably saying her name wrong, Alito, and Thomas all are in favor of overturning that situation um, with Sotomayor um, and the other two. I don't know their names off the top of my head. Um, Breyer and whatever the other chick's name is um, going against. So it's a five to three. You still have Roberts to vote, but either way, it's a, it flips it. 
Um, so what was the point of leaking this? Okay, so if you forget about the Pfizer situation, you just look at what they're trying to do in the Supreme Court with this leaking of this document, of this decision, I should say. Um, <clears throat> I think what it looks like is, okay, so this decision was written. It's not a f official yet. It's not an official decision because it wasn't supposed to be released until the end of this month or, or June. So it's about a month or so premature. Um, now, obviously, it's a situation where the um, this person, who I do have a name, who leaked this to his friend at Politico, was it a way for... Look at what's going around. Okay, so this just happened yesterday, okay? So you've already seen riots and Antifa doing whatever in Portland. You've seen people taken to the streets in L.A. You see people taken to the streets in D.C. Now, of those three instances, at least the D.C., at least the last time I saw, was relatively peaceful. It was more of a sit-in. But in L.A. and Portland, they're going batshit over there. So, you know, Chris and I were talking about this, and what's what, what's the importance of, of killing babies? I mean, what, what, it's, it's crazy. You know, a year ago, we were having the same conversation, my body, my choice, or whatever, over the vaccines. Now it's about this. Um, and I think that's exactly why this person released this, um, to get everyone riled up, which is where the insurrection aspect of this comes into play. Okay, so if you want to say January 6th was an insurrection, let's just, for shits and giggles, we'll say January 6th was an insurrection. I personally don't believe that that's what it was. I think there were some bad actors there. I also think there was a lot of FBI involved, whether they were informants or actual agents trying to rile up the crowd and probably got a couple people riled up into doing something. Now, they didn't actually do anything. And you guys have probably seen the video just as much as I have about the Capitol uh, insurrection. But even if you say January 6th was an insurrection with the idea of these people going into the Capitol to get the, the electoral votes overturned for Trump. Okay, let's just say that's what it was. Isn't this the same thing? Isn't this person releasing this decision? The point to do this was to get everyone in an uproar over this to get your the president and all the, you know, I mean, shit, you've seen, uh, what's her name, Pocahontas, I can't think of her name, Elizabeth Warren, right, losing her shit yesterday over this. You don't think that this isn't going to try and motivate their base, number one, so you're getting into the point where it's election season, just had uh, an election last night in Ohio, primary, That's it's that time of year. You're going to start seeing your states, wherever you live, primaried. Um, you don't think they're going to use this, the Democrats, to run on and to try and pack the courts? They're going to, they know that they're going to lose the House and the Senate. But if they can use this to motivate their, their base to get out there and vote, forget about Biden. They're not even going to focus on Biden being president. They're going to focus on whoever the senators or Congress people are that are running for reelection or running against other Republicans to, to get whomever elected as a senator or congressperson so they can 
vote on maybe packing the court out because, you know, that's something they talked about prior to uh, Biden being elected. So why wouldn't you have something like this happen to get everyone riled up to to possibly make that happen? That's a possibility. Or you got everyone riled up, Antifa and all these people riled up to possibly um, attack I mean, we all know who the justices are. We know, you know, you go on Twitter and people are calling for all these justices to be impeached. Well, I call for this person is a clerk for justice. Happens to so be that the justice is Sotomayor. So why isn't, does she have anything to do with it? I don't know. Did she maybe give it? I, I'm just speculating. So don't, don't, don't shoot the messenger. Don't sue me. I'm just, just spitballing here. What if... She was, she was there. She was in on the decision. Didn't like it. Maybe she passed it to her clerk there to leak out to his buddy at uh, Politico. Just, I don't know that's to be true. I'm just saying that very well could have been the case. If it comes out to be the case that this guy, and I'm going to just go ahead and say his name, um, the alleged perpetrator, and I want to emphasize the alleged perpetrator is Amit John. Now, he's a, uh, I don't know exactly where he's from, but he is Sotomayor's, um, one of her clerks. His buddy, I can't think of that guy's name. I should have wrote it down. That's my bad. But nonetheless, you can look it up, whoever wrote the article for Political, but they're friends. Now, I say alleged because we don't know this to be true, but let me just paint a picture for you. Let's assume that Sotomayor was in... You know, she's in with the decision. She's in with the other eight justices, and they're talking about this case, right? And they come to a decision. Um, uh, Alito is writing the decision on it. He, he's the head person in this particular situation. Maybe her and um, Breyer and the other chick. I'm, I don't mean to be rude. I just don't know her name offhand. But maybe um, they're like, this is bullshit. And maybe she sneaks the decision to her to her clerk there. I don't know. I don't know how that'd be true. I'm just speculating. Mainly because at least if I say it now and if it's true, then hey, it's May fourth, two thousand twenty two, and you heard it here first, right? <laughs> but seriously, so if it was done under the guides of intimidation to those other five justices that voted for this to be overturned. You know who they are. Surely you can find out where, where they live. Is, is that going to happen? I mean, look at all the things that have happened to different senators that have um, done certain things that the other side doesn't agree with. And granted, I'm no fan of Mitch McConnell, so don't get that twisted. But when uh, I don't remember exactly the situation, but, you know, you had Antifat outside of his house and yelling and screaming and, you know, hey, hey, ho, ho. You know, McConnell's got to go, whatever the fuck it was. And it's those types of things. So you can surely find out where any of these people live. You know, I don't know what their security setup is. I don't know how that works. I don't care to know. But my point is, if you sneak out a decision, and like I said, I'm just assuming that Sotomayor had something to do with it. I'm not saying she did. I'm just assuming. Um, and then this alleged perpetrator... Amit Jane Jan, whatever his name is, if he was the one that passed it to his friend at Politico, 
I say all three of them should be tried for treason. Uh, all, you know, the two of them disbarred and the other dude loses his job too. Because that's something, it's just not cool. It's just, I mean, it's not cool, number one, but it's not legal. It can't be legal. And there had to be an ulterior motive. Now, whether you want to go into the Pfizer thing with it, okay. Is it just coincident those two things happen on the same day? Maybe. We here at DTOM don't really believe in coincidences. We think everything happens for a reason. And uh, that's actually my wife's most famous uh, quote. Anything that happens, she says, it happens for a reason. And um, now the thing is here is usually if they're covering up one thing, it's usually not such a big thing like this. Supreme Court insurrection, uh, inciting a riot. I mean, take like I said, take January 6th. Take the situation that happened in the Capitol and the things they're saying about January 6th. With the exception of them invading the Supreme Court, the exact same thing's happening here. You had someone leak a decision to get popular opinion pissed off to put these justices in the limelight. Now, granted, it was going to happen anyway if once this was released... But nonetheless, now it's not an official decision. Do you scare the one of two of these five um, justices into changing their mind? I don't know. But when you go back to the Pfizer situation, it is interesting. So, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not going to go through this because I want to bore you with everything. But basically, it's Pfizer's documents from doctor's visits of people in the trial of the vaccine. Oh, yeah, let's not get it twisted. Everyone who volunteered their bodies to science, you are, you are an unwitting part of a medical trial. And uh, you don't take my word for it. Uh, here's a, what, what was he, President 44, Mr. Uh, Barack Hussein Obama. This is what he had to say about it. And yet, despite the fact that we've now essentially clinically tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide, Around one in five Americans is still willing to put themselves at risk and put their families at risk rather than get vaccinated. People are dying because of misinformation. And of course, that was, <clears throat> he gave that speech the other day. And that's an interesting speech because he's talking about the vaccine there that uh, people unwittingly was in a trial. You heard him say it. Now, this speech wasn't given about the vaccine. It was about the misinformation aspect of the vaccine and whatever. Which, like I said, that speech was last week, I think. And then, coincidentally enough, the next day, um, or not the next day, but the next week, you have the uh, Minister of Truth, you know, elected to uh, take office. But anyway, so back to Obama. Yes, folks, you were a part of a medical experiment. Anyone who took... This vaccine, whether you went to the your grocery store or Walmart or your local pharmacy or your doctor, um, I, I never took the vaccine. My wife didn't. No one, the only people in my family that did is like my mom, my sister, and my brother, or my my brother, my uh, son. Um, but I've seen, like, I've been at the grocery store, or whatever. I've seen people that hand you this clipboard, and you got to fill out this paperwork. And then, if I'm not mistaken. It's, there's a disclaimer in there. It says, if you anything happens to you from taking this vaccine, 
There's nothing you can do. You can't hold Moderna or Pfizer or whoever, uh, you know, responsible for that. Which, if I was on the fence about taking the vaccine back whenever it first came out, they're like, oh, you're, you know, because I was eligible way back when because of the cancer and everything. And they hand me this sheet saying, oh, well, sign here saying you, you're not able to sue if something happens to you. Well, what the fuck's going to happen to me? Well, they had people do that because you were in a trial. I've been in trials before through my cancer center. When you're fighting cancer, you're going to try pretty much anything to do to stay alive. Um, this vaccine is a different situation. Um, you just make up a disease and then here's a vaccine. Try it out. We could go into a conspiracy, talk about that, and we, we have. But, um, you know, you, if you died, you died. You're just another statistic, as well as with any other symptoms that you may have had. So, you know, everyone here watches TV at some point or another. You see a commercial for whatever medication. And, uh, you know, whatever the medication is, it might have a, you have the, the fat, what I call the fast talker, you know, may cause, you know, and he's reeling off all the different things. May cause diarrhea, stomach aches, headache, bloating, uh, bl bloody nose, uh, may lead to suicide thoughts and death. <laughs> Wait, what? What was that last part? <laughs> And, um, you know, once the COVID vaccine is officially released to be given out, so when you start seeing, like, you still see commercials on, on TV about getting your COVID vaccine, but it's still from the government. It's still vaccine.gov or whatever. Uh, and you can still go to your local pharmacy or whatever and get the vaccine. But surely you'll, there'll be a day in the near future where you're just watching TV and there's a commercial. Hey, thank you, Pfizer, home of the, you know, Corona vaccine, blah, blah, blah. Just like they do with the flu shot and stuff. And it'll be a situation where this list, this paperwork that I have here, where they'll say, make calls, blah, 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 you know, go through the whole list of everything. So like, like I said, I've been on trials before with my cancer medication and it's literally like that. So every time I went to the doctor, uh, so are you having any problems, you know, and anything you would tell them, they wrote it down because that was going to be a side effect. Now, if, if a thousand people were in this trial and one person had whatever issue, it's still a side effect because it still affected one person. But fortunately for you guys, I'm going to post the documents on the show notes. And, um, you know, please look at them because I'm telling you right now, we here at DTOM, we bring in our receipts, I'm not just speaking noise. It's just coincidence that you have two major situations happen on the very same day, and only people are only talking about one of them. That's when you think, well, was it, was it a uh, <laughs> a cover for the Pfizer thing? It's a pretty big cover, but you know, I don't know. Like I said, we don't look at coincidence here. We don't think of that. We think everything happens for a reason. But uh, let's see what our fearless leader, Joseph R. Biden, has to say about this whole, put, you know, fuckery that's going on. What was the second one? You want to, oh, look. The second one was on As I said when I, uh, um, when this hit as I was getting on the plane to go down to Alabama, um, this is about a lot more than abortion. I, I hadn't read the whole opinion at that time. But this reminds me of the debate with Robert Bork. Bork believed the only reason you had any inherent rights was because the government gave them to you. 
you go back and look at the opening comments of the work Biden when I was questioning him as chairman, I said, I believe I have the rights that I have, not because the government gave them to me, which you believe, but because I'm just a child of God, I exist. I delegated by joining this union here to delegate some obligation, some rights I have to the governments for, for social good. So the idea that somehow there is an inherent right, that there is no right of privacy, that there is no right. Remember the debate we had, you don't remember, but we had a debate about uh, Griswold versus Connecticut. There had been a law saying a married couple could not purchase birth control in the privacy of their own bedroom and use it. Well, that got struck down. Griswold was thought to be a bad decision by Bork, and I'm, my guess is the guy's on the Supreme Court now. What happens if you have a state changes the law saying that, that, that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? Is that, is that legit under the way that the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this mega crowd is really the most extreme political ex organization that's existed in American history, in recent American history. How exactly is a rainbow made? How exactly does the sun set? How exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was Biden there, uh, our fearless leader. Yeah. So, I, I don't even know what to say. This guy, <laughs> what can you say? But you, I like the part where he digs it. This MAGA crowd is the most dangerous political blah, 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 blah. Motherfucker, what the hell are we so dangerous about? What are we doing that is so dangerous? This whole Roe versus Wade thing, this whole situation has nothing to freaking do with people's rights. If, if you live in the state of Florida, and I don't, I don't know the exact time. I think you have a certain time frame. I think it's the same in Georgia and in uh, Texas to get an abortion. So if you get pregnant, you have within so many weeks to go get an abortion. It's still legal. This Roe versus Wade won't make abortion illegal. What it does is it leaves it up to the states to define whether you can abort your baby or not. It's interesting. So, Chris, the job that we do, we run into a variety of, <laughs> of different people. We'll just say that. So he sees this particular person, and he's a younger guy, very much a liberal. Like he is what you would picture your, you know, early 20, obviously raised a certain way. I mean, my kids aren't like this, but nonetheless, he is very much CNN, MSNBC, whatever, uh, Rachel, Rachel Maldow, uh, fucking, probably, I... I don't want to dig on the guy, but, you know, whatever. He obviously follows certain people on Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat and whatever social media platforms he gets his news from. And he believes a certain way. Well, prior to this, because this just happened yesterday, uh, him and Chris were having a discussion about abortion, oddly enough. And uh, he's, you know blasting on about abortion and blah blah how it should be legal and it shouldn't be anyone's choice and da 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 and somehow or another discussion got into seatbelts <laughs> uh, and I was talking to Chris on the phone when he was having this discussion with him and uh, 
Chris is, you know, I don't really agree with seatbelt laws, but, you know, I wear a seatbelt. And he's like, well, you should wear a seatbelt. So I, I said to Chris, I'm like, so what, now he's into saving lives? <laughs> you know, it's like, that. but that's the mind of the left. It's like, you have no problem killing a baby because you didn't want to have a baby. Well, here's here's the thing. Condoms, I mean, granted, you go to Walmart or wherever and buy condoms. They're not cheap. You have to pay for them. But I, I could be wrong, but correct me if I am wrong. I think you can go to Planned Parenthood and get condoms for free. You know, so there's that. And I also believe you can get birth control for free. So... what's the fascination with getting an abortion? Now, granted, I guess you can make the argument for incest or rape or something like that, but if you got raped today and the guy did his business inside of you, you're not going to wait a month, two months to see if you're pregnant before you go get an abortion. You're going to, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess abortion in any stretch of imagination, everyone's entitled to their own belief. But there's no reason to, to use abortion as birth control. We'll just say that. Um, <laughs> so, anywho, now, since we're on the verge of another election... <clears throat> excuse me. On the verge of another election cycle, <laughs> it's time for a new pandemic. That's right. Just in time for the, the new election cycle, right? Bill Gates, beloved Bill Gates, Microsoft uh, billionaire, right? Now says it's time to prepare for the next pandemic. So as Omicron subvariants continue to drive up the case counts and ongoing coronavirus pandemic, Bill Gates is already worried about the next global <laughs> outbreak. So this was an article from yesterday. Um, I guess I'm out of the loop as much as I watch the news and search Twitter and look for stories to talk to you guys about, um, did I miss the article or the the whatever saying that Omicron subvariants continue to drive up the case count? Did I miss the the ticker on the bottom of the news reel saying that there's X amount of deaths today or X amount of cases today? Okay, whatever. So the time to start planning for the next pandemic is now. The billionaire Microsoft co-founder and philanthropist told Today co-anchor Savannah Guthrie on Tuesday. He says, I don't want us to wait until we forget about how awful this has been. We have had tens of millions of deaths, trillions of dollars of economic loss, education loss, and mental depression. And a few key steps we can make sure this won't happen again. Gates, who famously, famously predicted, <laughs> it should be coincidentally, predicted that the world was unprepared for a pandemic during the 2015 TED Talk, shares his ideas about how to more successfully battle a global outbreak in his new book, How to Prevent the Next Pandemic, out Tuesday. Go to Amazon and check it out. Or don't, because fuck Bill Gates. Oh. <laughs> in the book, Gates takes inspiration from firefighters, proposing that thousands of people work together on a global germ team. That's dedicated to studying the prevention of pandemics. This team, writes Gates, would have the ability to immediately travel to outbreak states and contain the illness. Was that in a movie? I'm pretty sure that was a movie. 
The U.S. alone has over 300,000 full-time firefighters. So we can take it seriously because in one house burns down, it can affect the entire community. Pandemics are even worse, and we didn't practice. We weren't ready to go. A few countries that were more ready, like Australia, have 10% of the deaths that we had. Yeah, they also fucking locked down their people and treated them like prisoners. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. So, fuck Bill Gates, fuck the WHO and uh, CDC and everyone else. Because when you start trying to get in the prediction game of pandemics, that makes me feel like you know a little something about something. And uh, I don't like it. But um, speaking of which, speaking of pandemics and bullshittery and fuckery by the the global elitists and the... Uh, you know, whatever Bill Gates is. Um, yeah, so guess what happened yesterday? Another food processing fire, uh, plant fire. And we talked about this on Sunday. There was one in... Uh, shit, it was the one I just talked about on Sunday. Uh, I forgot. Anyway, but we talked about there's, what, been 24? And now 25 in North America and however many more across the world. So this one was uh, Monday in uh, Fresno. Being assessed today after a fire at the Saladino food processing plant. Now, here's a look at the fire last night near Shaw and Golden State. Several employees had to be evacuated from the building while firefighters put out the flames. Officials with the business have not yet said what was damaged. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Hours later, firefighters responded to an ammonia leak at the same building. Don't worry yet whether the leak was related to the fire. Didn't get them once with the fire, we come back with an ammonia leak. That's how we do it. So yet another one added to the list. It's like once a week we're having these situations, whether it's a fire or ammonia leak or both, airplane crash at these various food processing plants. It's not like in Fresno, California, there's an outbreak of fires at food processing plants. It's all around the country. I gave you the list the other day. I'm not going to go through it again because you should have listened to it the other day. But here's the problem. No one's talking about this. Why? It's not coincidental. I'm sorry. You don't have... It's fucking May. It's the beginning of May. You don't have this many food processing accidents in the first couple of months of the, of the year. We, haven't had, we don't have this many in any given year, let alone the first five months. Not even five months because it's just now May. And we're just like, oh, here's fire, huh? What are you gonna do? I mean, I guess thankfully no one's getting hurt at these jo you know, at these plants or whatever. But we're getting hurt. The American people are getting hurt. I love how all this shit's going on. In the meantime, gas is still well over four dollars a gallon. Diesel's almost six dollars. And this is here in Florida. I don't know what it is in the rest of the country. Gas is well over four dollars a gallon. Diesel's almost six dollars a gallon. So say what you want about gas prices. Diesel is, is the big one because your food gets delivered to grocery stores, restaurants, wherever, and big semis. Takes money to fill that shit up. If you're a company, if you're, you know, Walmart or, you know, your local grocery store or Walgreens or whatever, and you have goods that are transferred to that building in a semi-truck, from a warehouse 
And more than likely, that truck is running on diesel. Prices are going to go up even more. You think things are bad now. Guys, I'm telling you, next week, so I think it's a week from today, as a matter of fact, I think I read May 11th, so a week from today, the the new inflation numbers will be released. Don't be surprised if those are over uh, if those are over nine percent or at at or over nine percent. And interestingly enough, we should be hearing something about jobs numbers. If we don't hear by it, it'll probably be Friday if they're bad, but if not Friday, it'll be sometime next week. So that'll be interesting to see how those numbers correlate to one another as to if people are starting to lose their jobs because I think you're going to see as these prices rise, grocery and whatever, whatever kind of prices, consumables or stuff, people aren't going to be buying. People are going to go to Walmart and just piss away a couple hundred bucks on a TV and whatever. They're buying necessities. Last year, the year before, when people could just had free money, could piss it away, they would buy that stuff. That time is, is gone. So you're going to see grocery stores and whatever busier at the first part of the month, you know, whether they get food stamps or how they get paid or whatever the case may be. And it'll dwindle down towards the end of the month with only necessities being bought. Not junk food, not sodas, not uh, bakery items. It's going to be the, the, the slim pickings, the bare minimum. What, what do we need? We need milk. Okay, shit, that's $5 a gallon. We need, you know, whatever. Uh, we took advantage, I think, as a country of all these, uh, like, you know, at Walmart and different grocery stores they have where you can, you can uh, go online and shop and they pick your items or maybe even deliver them to your house and you pay a little bit more for that uh, service. <laughs> But you're already going to be paying a lot more now for your groceries, plus the service. And that fee will probably go up because those people have to drive their cars and whatever. So that'll probably start going away, depending on where you live. Um, you're not going to pay. You know, if, if I can go to the grocery store and spend 100 bucks and get a buggy full of stuff, but that 100 bucks uh, having the stuff delivered is a half a buggy full of stuff because you're paying delivery fees and so on and so forth. That'll dwindle, which will put those people out of work, and so on and so forth. It's a rippling effect. Like I told you the other day, you go to your grocery store, your Walmart, Target, a lot of even some of your um, convenience stores and um, drug stores have self-checkouts. These job numbers, like I said, I've said it time and time again. When before the pandemic hit, Trump had created 10.9 million jobs during his course of, as president. Well, I'm sorry, he created more than that, but when the pandemic hit, 10.9 million people lost their job. Uh, you know, wherever they worked, they 10.9 million people were unemployed like that. Uh, as of the last job numbers, I think then he was at seven, seven and a half million or whatever jobs created, as he likes to say, Biden, when really it's just seven whatever million people back to work. He's still like three or four million short of that number. I don't think I'll ever see that number. My personal opinion, as these inflation costs and 
stuff keep rising. You're going to see companies going out of business. You're going to see people getting laid off. It's going to happen. Stock market's fucked up. Guys, I did a show about this last August called The Great New Depression, or The New Great Depression, I should say. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. I explained it all in that show. Exactly what happened in 1918 into the early 1920s, which superseded the Great Depression back then. We are in the middle of that right now. Go back to that show. Listen to it. I give you a rundown of history, what happened in 1918, leading into 1929, and what happened. You Listen to that episode. Hear what I said. I give you details. Tell me it doesn't sound like what the fuck's going on right now. <laughs> it's scary. It's very scary. But enough scariness, guys. I'm going to go ahead and end the show. I, what I want to do is this. We have here, we here at DTOM have gotten an influx <laughs> of listeners lately. And I am nothing more than grateful for that. Um, so slowly but surely, we're catching on. Um, I will say this also. Most of the downloads we're getting are people listening to us on Apple Podcast. So please, guys, with that being said, you're on Apple. Um, please give us a review, preferably a five-star. If you want to write a review, that's cool. But if you just want to hit the five-star, that's fine too. And help us spread this word even more. And, and, and even more importantly, uh, share this with your friends. Because if you like what you're hearing, the more support we get... Um, the better, the more shows I can do, whatever the case may be. I don't pimp a Patreon. I don't hold oh, my PayPal is this and my Patreon that. And here's some merch. You guys want to help me out? Go to redcon1.com. Check them out. T20 Cordimus. Every weekend they have a real good sale. Um, that's really the only thing I really pimp. And really the biggest reason I pimp them is because I use them. And, uh, I'm a tier one operator. So... <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, the biggest thing you guys can do for me is keep sharing, keep uh, give us a, re a review, a five star. Uh, and if you're on Spotify or Google Play, you can do the same there. Um, but upcoming, I want to let you know what we're going to do. If you don't follow us on social media, it's vitally important that you do. If you're on Facebook and or Twitter or Instagram, follow us. Don't tread on America on Facebook and Instagram and DTOM underscore 1775 on Twitter. And the reason I say that is because we're going to start doing a little more stuff with these social media programs, uh, platforms, I should say. And what I want to do also, so this week is, uh, well, today is the 4th. Tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. Uh, <clears throat> for our longtime listeners, uh, if you recall, our last year's Cinco de Mayo show was quite interesting. So we're going to bring some, Chris will be here. Uh, we're going to bring a special guest also in the studio with us. Uh, it'll be Friday show. I won't release it until the 6th, but we are going to do it on the 5th. With that being said, I started a, um, a uh, TikTok account, Don't Tread on America, on TikTok. So what we're going to do with TikTok, if you guys would follow us there, when we do our uh, DTOM file show, our conspiracy theory show, which is going to be a good one this week, by the way. I don't want to give out too many details, but... Uh, if you follow us on TikTok, tomorrow we will release a video. And uh, for those of you that have been listening to us, and if you listen to our past DTOM file shows, 
we've, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, we we drink. We drink a little bit. I'm drinking now. I'm drinking a, as a matter of fact, a Dirty Mike Collins, <laughs> right now, which is a salted caramel whiskey with uh, some root beer. It's very good. But nonetheless, so what we're gonna do is we're coming up with drink creations, just stupid shit that me and Chris are doing. So tomorrow on on uh, on uh, TikTok, we're gonna do a video of our new drink in in uh, support of our show that we're gonna do. Um, I don't want to tell you what we're drinking or what the name of the drink is until tomorrow. You have to find out. Follow us on TikTok, and uh, if you guys have any suggestions for drinks. Any ideas, uh, let us know. And uh, we'll, as we make the drinks and we do whatever we do, we'll uh, give you a detailed list of how to make it and what we're doing. And then when you listen to the show, you'll see how well they worked. <laughs> but yeah, so please tune in on Friday to listen to the show, Detom Files. But like I said, follow us on social media. Follow us on the ticker talker there, Don't Tread on America. Go to our uh, website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And most importantly, guys, please keep keep this train or chugging. Share this out with your friends. And uh, with that being said, guys, it is May the 4th be with you, 2022. And I will talk to you guys on Friday. Well, it'll be tomorrow, but Friday. You guys have a great day, and uh, be safe out there. <laughs>